welcome to episode 90 of Book Off Banter. Um, this week we are doing horse girl maths, which honestly I don't think we've ever had such an overwhelming response to anything. I feel like our listeners are like, yes, this is absolutely something that we can do. <laughs> and um, I think the thing was, so many of us have been doing it for so long. Yeah. Like, I think we were the only ones that did it. And then yeah. finally, it's put, we put out there. Uh, yeah. It's the time so like the time I've always been most conscious is like it's so natural for when someone says how many horses do you have and I'm like well like six but one's retired like one's late one's and it's like so really two and they're like <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah so everyone was keen for the horse skill maths um, other than that, it'll just be on news. I have been to Arena. What have you been up to? That's sad. I, I haven't done much with my horses. Well, I mean, I've just been ticking over, getting ready for this weekend, which is um, Little Downham, where I'm taking Vince. So basically, horse-wise, I haven't been doing a lot with Jazzy, just, like I say, just hacking in, ticking him over. Um, I don't know... I mean, I'm always skinned at the end of the month, but the end of before my pay packet, before I got paid, I have, I don't think I've been that level of skin for quite a while. So I sort of like, I just literally had no money to do anything. So I was just like, right, okay, no lessons um, for this week or whatever. Let's just, you know, find on the hatches, wait, wait for wait for payday to come in. Uh, so obviously with uh, Vince running at Little D, he took priority. So I've just been sort of like, like I say, ticking them over. Um, I have realised I haven't jumped Vince properly uh, since Great Witchingham. But he's not one of those horses that you need to jump all the time. He actually yeah. jumps better sometimes having a foot for not being jumped all the time. And I do worry about his joints. And I know, think not, once and, they're like established and they know their job, for me, like, oh, exactly. you don't need to jump at home at all. Yeah, and he's doing the he's doing the ninety, and I kind of think he could he could do that with one leg tied up. Yeah, watch, watch something going wrong now. But um, anyway, so I am taking tomorrow um to a friend's arena, and I'm just giving him a, a bit of a pop round. Yeah. Um, more to get my eye in more than his. Yeah, he he's 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 fine. Um, I did wonder because the only thing about him is he can sometimes be a bit funny about ditches and water. Um, I did wonder. There's a little place close to us that's got that weather just taken down there Friday morning. Going to London Friday afternoon, but I did wonder should I pop down there Friday morning, literally just trotting around, jumping over the ditch a couple of times. And then I thought, well, no, because if something does go wrong, I'm going to be so pissed off myself if I've done it like the day before an event. So yeah. I think I'll just go and have a give them a jump tomorrow. Uh, they're all good. They're all well. I will go and get them in in a minute. We're recording in the morning, so it's operate. I'll go and get them in to rise in a bit. So that's nice because I'm on a night shift tonight. Um, with regards to what else I've been up to is I have done another fire eating course. Oh, my goodness. So what can you do now? Um, oh, my goodness. What can't I do? So um, I did my first course in June. And um, that involves sort of body play, body eating and fire breathing. And then I'd obviously, you know, because like your phone listens to you, this other school is fire school fire manipulation school came up on my instagram and what they did looked really really cool so i messaged them and said you know i've just done like the sort of basics of fire eating can i come and he's like absolutely yes so anyway um i i didn't 
um, pay to do it. I didn't actually apply to do the course for quite a while because obviously I had big brother sort of trickling under and I didn't know the dates of that. But anyway, when all that went to shit, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to I'm going to go on this course. Uh, so I went up to uh, Norfolk on Saturday. Was Saturday or Sunday? Oh, I can't remember now. Anyway, I went up on one of the days and oh, so I used a different fuel and some different techniques. And so now I can do vapor trails, which is so much fun. So that basically involves uh, running a fuel across your body and burning a flame across your body. Um, and you can do that with your fingers. So you can transfer from one stick to another using your fingers, using your mouth. Um, I do a, quite an impressive trick where I basically light one stick from a second stick using my arm. Uh, so it's honestly, and it's so much fun. And uh, um, uh, I've extended my fire eat now. So traditionally, fire eat is obviously you put the fire in your mouth and extinguish it in your mouth. Now what I do is I put the fire in my mouth, take the fire out, and I hold a flame in my mouth, um, which is absolutely, that's my favourite trick ever. Um, then there is another trick, which I cannot get for love nor money, which is, it's called pressure candle. It involves taking the vapour from the fuel into your mouth and then pushing it out. And it's obviously not using your breath, it's using a technique in your mouth, pushing it out and lighting it. So you become like a human candle, it forms a candle from your mouth. I can't get that for love nor money. I don't know if it's because I've got too much filler in my lips. I don't know, but I really, really struggle with that. Uh, but yeah, but basics that he's taught me are just absolutely amazing. And I'd be able to do a lot more with it. Um, so yeah, really, really chuffed, absolutely on a high with it. And I literally can't wait to hear it. I was just like, he's back again doing these workshops next year. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to go back to him next year and level up again. And people, people have asked, they're just like, why, why do you do this? Obviously, I'm not performing it. I'm not making money from it. I just absolutely love it. It's just, why do, why do we do any of the hobbies that we do? Why do we yeah. run? Why do we ride horses? It's just something I really enjoy. And I could, and again, you know, I talked, I've talked to before about having something different to horses. Well, you know yeah. what? I can have a shit day with the horses. And I can go and get my fire stick out and I can go and set fire to myself a little bit. It's also really, really good for mindfulness because when I'm doing, obviously when I'm playing with my fire, I can't think about anything else. I've literally just got to concentrate on that flame in the fire. So yeah, I've done that and I'm absolutely buzzing with that. It's um, funny when you say about like why, people will be like, why do you do it? Because Ben watched, I don't know why, watched some documentary about, um, you know, those people and they dive without oxygen. Oh, free diving, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was this woman who like had dived and you go through this tunnel and come out the other side and you need a safety diver on the other side but he didn't go down in time or something and she got lost and he went to find her and he so they were like boyfriend girlfriend he ended up dying he like saved her life like anyway and I just said to Ben well I just think that's ridiculous and he was like what and I was like it's you have oxygen no, he didn't have, which it doesn't, I don't understand that as the safety. Like, exactly. If he's safety, surely he should have gone down with oxygen. Um, so I was like, I just think it's ridiculous. And he was like, what's ridiculous? I was like, well, just that hobby. Like, it's just, it's dangerous. What's the point? And he was like, says the girl that jumps horses over sticks. And I was like, yeah. well, yeah, like, I get that. And I was like, and I get, you know, like, say if you went to Everest or something, I kind of get that. And he was like, well, this is exactly the same. And I was like, yeah. and I just think if you do things with water, it's very risky. And he was like, but horses are safe. And I was like, 
yeah I, I'm seeing I'm seeing your point actually yeah it's like hobbies it is, make sense to nobody else, do they? But they make sense to nobody you. Nobody else but, them, but to you and, and what you get from them, you know. And I've tried doing things before now and I've tried, it, I've taken up hobbies and whatever and I've given them a go for a while and then I've just been like, actually, this isn't for me, you know. Yeah. This doesn't keep me enthralled. This doesn't keep me... You, you've got to want to do it, haven't you? That's the end yeah. of the day. If, if it's a hobby, I mean, obviously, firing doesn't actually cost you a lot of money either, which is really nice. Absolutely, yeah. The courses, well, the courses are only the, the course I just done was two hundred pounds, so um, yeah, even that's really in the grand scheme of horse owning. That's not too. We'll get onto the girl map afterwards. So yeah, so then I've got like I've got I've had such a busy week as well. So obviously, night shift tonight. Um, I have been trying to run a clinic in between with with, with my other thing, and then. Friday we're going to London me and Sam are going to London for a concert on the Friday and then Saturday I'm competing and then Sunday I'm back at Little Downham for the day volunteering um I'm running Jesus. the cross country cross country I'm a cross country steward cross country warm-up steward or something I hope I get a high-vis tabard I can't wait and a whistle so I have volunteered there before <laughs> give me I, I, I do know for a fact I've got a whiteboard and a marker pen. Oh, I mean, you need nothing else. Like, literally, I am living the dream. So I, I volunteered at their last one. I did start box. Remember, I, I said mm-hmm. about doing the start box. And then I kind of thought about doing the start box again. And then um, Sarah that sort of sorts out the volunteers. She's like, oh, we really could do with a cross cut. We need somebody loud. I thought, my time to shine. It's yeah. here, mate. I'm, I'm, I mean, someone loud. She did say someone organised, but she said that quite quietly. So I think she thought mm. the loudness was more important than the organised. Um, I thought, here we go. I'm your girl. Yeah. Give me a high-vis tabard, a, white, a whiteboard and a marker pen. Girl, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? So if anyone is competing at Little Zanum on Sunday, look out. Well, you, Brace yourselves. <laughs> Brace yourselves. I will be in charge of making sure... So basically, I think my job is to see how many people in the warm up, keep the warm up organized, and send people across to the start. I've got so much power. I'm just, I'm just, I'm living. I'm a little bit looking forward because I know it's going to happen. Some pro rider at some stage is going to go, I'm going to have to push in. I'm going to have to push in. I've got three to go. And I am, I'm already, I'm all prepared. What's your line? And what I'm, going to, I'm going to say, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm just going to say, I'm really sorry. I don't, well, I'm not even going to apologise. I don't care. Other people have been waiting longer and they, they we don't know well, how many horses they've got. Okay. So in, do you think that'll work? Unless I you've mean, got something. If people, have got, if people have got a better idea, please well, hit me up. Send me a message. I don't really know how eventing works, but like, say with show jumping, if you've got three in a class, you are going to need to push in you are going to need to stagger your horses listen <laughs> i don't want to like do, i am i don't want to piss okay. on your strawberries but i'm just like feeling like okay. the event's going to unravel because at the end of the day they're going to be like well she had three but she's having to run them one after another because the start because i don't care yeah no, listen i have got a little bit of a plan which somebody told me about what you do is you write up your numbers and then I think it's every fourth or fifth, you leave a little gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you do need to slot people around, you use that you use that gap every fourth or fifth person. Yeah. 
So I am being slightly dramatic when I say I don't care. I do care a little bit. Only a tiny bit. But if you haven't got a, if there's no slot left. Say, so if, if it's Ollie Townend, I really don't care yeah. how Ollie's got. Just say, tough Ollie should be less of a prick. Have you yeah. listened? Have you listened to that podcast? Um, that loads oh, of our listeners, yeah, loads of our listeners sent. No, not yeah, I'm saving it. So I had really good. I hadn't listened to it, and then I um I listened to it the other day in the shower actually, and um it was it Ooh. was. Po- <laughs> you feel a bit unclean, like in the shower, hearing listening about Ollie Tanner. Well, no, I'll tell you what it was. It was because I don't like to listen to anything really good if I'm in the shower because you can't really hear it. So oh, okay. like, that's quite a good one because I don't really care about him. Um, but there was a bit where I was like, actually, that's that's outrageous. Um, with there was a horse called Splash in particular. Um that had like three horse falls. And basically the owners and him knew that this horse shouldn't have been running and they continued to run it and it continued to fall. Um, and that was, it was like, I, I disliked him on a whole new level. But anyway, we can't go down the Ollie. We can't go down the Ollie. No, yeah. I'd be stunned if it's either Harry Styles love or Ollie hate. We're very, we're very single-minded aren't we yeah. anyway come on tell me about arena because quite frankly it looked fucking hideous and i'm so i actually sat there i saw some stuff on instagram on uh, evie toombs's instagram and who's evie is amazing we must have her on the podcast at some stage um and evie showed it looking at like some sort of battle and i thought god this was the one that listeners had said we should meet up at and I was nice and warm in my house thinking, like, fuck, I didn't go down that route. So <laughs> please do tell us how you got on and how, how it went. So it wasn't so bad did for us. kill anyone. It wasn't so bad for us because we um, we couldn't go for the whole week. So we went, oh, okay. like, last, last thing Wednesday night. By then the rain had stopped. And the stables that we got put in... Um, no seemed to be all people who were just arriving for the last few days so our stables were like i got there to a white shavings bed um so all my friends who'd been there and had the show cancelled on the first day and their horses i mean arena were really good they gave free straw but their horses were on like knee deep beds of straw that were just like saturated all the walkways were muddy. But for me, um, I got to jump in one of the best rings that was lovely. Um, I got the best stables that you hadn't had to pay extra for. Um, I was, yeah, I was absolutely happy as Larry. The weather was jamming out. Absolutely jamming. <laughs> absolutely. I saw people because one of the arenas wasn't usable or something, was it? So they moved some of the classes to the indoor. But obviously they had to move them after the classes that were already in. They were like jumping through the night and stuff. Yeah, so I wasn't there for any of that. that for Game of Soldiers. Yeah. Love that. Like I think a, a few of my friends that were there, they just like didn't get to jump that day at all. Their classes were just cancelled. Yeah, um, for the best. But I'll be honest, like if I'd, jump, if I'd been jumping in ring four, I probably would have been a bit pissy because that was pretty clarty and the warm-up was pretty rubbish. And I did feel bad for people because I was helping a few people 
um, who were in that ring. And um, it was all the like British novice horses mostly. And it's hard because they're the young ones and they're jumping in like shitty ground. So it it is tricky. And they were like, I think a few of them felt that they, that kind of, they had just been given the rubbish ring because of the height they were jumping. But then equally, it was a smaller ring. And you really put like something like the 130. And it it was, I I think Arena did pretty good, to be honest, with just the hand they were dealt. Yeah, I was going to say, looking at how they sorted everything out and what they'd done, considering the fucking conditions, I say hats off to them that they even, you know, that they even kept that show running with with everything that had been going on. Because I think I'm pretty sure they pretty much several times wanted to go, fuck this, all go home, we're done. Which is, I think a lot of us would have done. I think the fact that they kept going and they did give you guys a show at all. And at the end of the day, I know you say, oh, like the arena circus was shit in the British novice. Sounds really an awful thing to say, and I know when you spent all that money on a go stay away show, you don't want it. At the end of the day, responsibility still comes down to you. It's the same as when we're eventing. You yeah. know, if the, if the surface or the ground isn't suitable for your horse, then it's your responsibility. Some I'll be honest, like, minded what that surface is. For so, an eventer, that surface would have been lovely. Like you'd have been like, oh, it's a luxury. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it wasn't bad, but I could see their point. But um, I wasn't in that ring, so like it was all right for me. Um, yeah, so you can go, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're whinging about. No. Um, so it it was that was all good for me. Um, it was it didn't quite go to plan. So I ended up having to ride bougie at the last minute. Oh, what's his joke name? Please, we need to talk about this. Oh, actually, I've got that on my list. Yeah. Um, okay, keep going. Anyway, keep going. So, so you're a bougie. This, this is giving me so much joy. So Carlo was like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna jump him?" But I said, at this point, like, I haven't jumped bougie since bougie was at Carlo's because we've been doing Canterpole, Cavaletti, and sorting his canter out. I was like, I've not even jumped him, and he, he's not in the right saddle. I don't want to jump him at the show. Like, I just think that's a recipe for disaster at this point. Um, but I said, I'm, I'll take him. I was torn between taking Mint because Arena would have been really good to work on and being horse shy. Mm. But I decided I was going to stick with Bougie and I was going to see how we went. And I've I, I've got a video. I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the Instagram. Actually, I've bought some photos last night as well which I never do I've bought like I think seven photos I'll have to just like shh don't tell Please them. Share them with us so yeah they're not all of this show I've bought the ones of Manny which I still haven't got around to doing and I was really worried that they were going to expire so I'll have once I get them because actually they were a bit stingy and um, I sent a message and said oh am I able like because I've bought the actual print am I able to like put it on social media and they were like no yeah, no they make no, you have to buy another social media download as well. Yeah, he was like, you can take a yeah. photo of the photo when you get it, but otherwise, no. Oh, oh they're letting you do that even. Some, some people don't even let you do that. Well, some I guess they couldn't stop the you, could they? Because... Yeah, true that, true that is. But yeah, I was a bit like, oh, Christ. Like, and it, it, they, weren't, they weren't the cheapest, the ones from Arena. But anyway, I digress. Um, so... I will share some photos and I've got I've got a video of Bougie. He was really good. We had we had a couple of little incidents, but I think like where I need to probably learn to trust him a bit is like mm. 
I'm used to if Bougie, say, did a rear or like a book, he would keep going until he got me off. Yeah. Yeah. But in fairness, like it's totally acceptable for a young horse to have a bit of a rear or a spook or a book. As long as they, like, then move on. And that's what he's done. Like, I can't knock him. But it's just when he does it, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, here we go, here we go. Like, this is it. Yeah, I'm going to get hurt, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he did it in the field. He's quite bad getting, like, from the stable to the ring. And he likes Ben to be, like, walking near him. And he just, like, we lost Ben for a minute. And he just randomly, like, reared. But then he carried on. It was fine. He just was a bit tense. But he worked in really good. Then the second day he was quite hot, but I worked him for ages in the ring. Um, and he was really, really good, stayed totally on side. Like there was other horses working around him. He was amazing. And then the third day, he was brilliant. And then walking back to the um stable, it wasn't his fault really. As someone, as he walked away, they wouldn't have been able to see him from where they were with the lorry and they pulled the generator on. And he just like leapt off all four feet, landed and reared. Yeah. And I thought he was going to wipe Ben clean out. Um, but then he just stopped and like carried on. And there, that's like fine, you know, but it's just for yeah, me. I'm like, like, they, they're allowed to react. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are allowed to react to stuff. They, they are cute, yeah, horses at the end of the day. You can't, I think that's for me, sometimes I always feel like it's even more of a win if they react. Um, and then they come back on side straight away. Absolutely. Because to me, in my mind, in my mind, they've 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 recognised that something's happened, but they've also recognised that it's all fine. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think I think definitely. Oh, I'm really sorry. The dogs have got Nora's got this thing. We actually used to be one of my bobble hats, um, and she likes to. We call it chamin. She likes to like suckle on it. I know she's completely trashed the bobble hat, and it. She has this little bit of fabric that she carries around all the time. We call it her chammy. And Trevor likes to get the chammy um, when he's bored and he runs past her with it so that she will get up and play with him. So we might hear some noise now as they play with the chammy. My dog's um, weird. They are. Mine so, get back, sleep. Let's get back to Arena. So how did the other horses do? So I only had Pan. Oh, you only that. had um, yeah. So it was really... 180? It was a really like weird one for him because first day um I was I was really happy with the round he had a few down and Ben said you've got to open the canter out you're in like a newcomer's canter so I wasn't overholding or anything but just he didn't have quite enough for the like bigger oxes yeah I, I was like right okay and then um on the second day, I probably let myself get a little bit psyched out because there was like a treble, which I don't do a lot of. There was, so it was a big square oxer in, one stride vertical, one stride vertical. Mm-hmm. Well, and the worst all because like you want to ride in. Exactly. Um, but if, but if, to get over that oxer, but if you do that, you, the potential to fuck up the next two bits is so great. Oh, they're the worst sort. So I decided... You knocked out. ...that I would not let him out too much because I thought he's gonna struggle yeah. to get out the verticals because that's he tends to always make up too much ground and distances yeah yeah but anyway what I hadn't banked on because loads of horses had stopped at it and 
Pan's brave, so I didn't really think it'd be an issue, but he kind of got there and he just went, wow, there's a lot of pools, isn't there? Like, it was loads yeah. to look at because they're all, like, red and white and fillers and stuff. Yeah. And he just backed off, but because we didn't have a load of canter, yeah. we were then on a real half stride. So he jumped in because he's brave and lush, and I pulled him out of the second. And right. um, and then he jumped in, he was fine. And as I, like, cantered past, I think I jumped another two, and then I, I was cantering past Ben, and he was like, more canter, more canter. I was like, all right, all right. Like, as I'm going around, like, wind your neck yeah. in, Ben. But he was absolutely right. Um, and when I watched the video, I was like, yeah, I needed that bigger canter. Anyway, so he had he had a few pulls, and obviously we had the stop. Um, but again, I was like, do you know what? I was really happy, and it was a good round. Mm-hmm. And I sent it yeah. to Carla, and she was like, I'm really happy with that. Um, and then on the third day, um, I was a bit stressed, and they, they were so fucking big, Carla. They built them so big. I was so scared. Anyway, um, I was really happy. We we got a bigger canter from the start. And, you know, yeah. and you just feel like yeah. you hit everything. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Still had a few down. Um, yeah. And I was just like... But if they're big, then, that, uh, uh, you know, that's some times as well but if you've had to also change a little bit like your canter uh and they're over a big fence as well then that, that can be just the tipping point then poles going that's all it can be sometimes isn't it just yeah it gets it's, finessed. it's hard isn't it because like yeah a load of poles is never a good day because pan is very much like he's very much like vince so that bigger canter i know people that watch vince they don't swing it looks that dramatic. But I can tell you now, when I'm told to do a bigger count on this, I am terrified because it feels like I'm travelling through space and time. Yeah. Because he because he cut he's like pad, he covers the ground, he takes you to the fence. So if someone says to me bigger count, I think I'm I'm gonna feel G force on my face. Are, yeah. are you sure that's what you want? You know, so I can for you as well, I can imagine particularly comes to something big. Yeah. I can imagine it can feel a little bit scary, a little bit It's frantic. trusting. Like my thing is always like yeah. If I've got a slightly smaller canter, there's more room to adjust. But to trust yeah. coming to a... It's always for me, it's the big oxes. To trust to come to a big square oxer, to open him up and say, whatever there is, we're going to go on that because we're committed at this yeah, point. Yeah. It frightens me a bit. Um, slash a lot. So anyway, I was I was really, I really, it, really proud. Uh, um, yeah, no, yeah, as you should be. But it's, I, I tried really hard not to be disappointed and I think I was pretty good. Like, I think, you know, 80% of the time I was kind of like, for, for me, it's not. And like Carla, when I sent her the videos, she just said, like, he's training you. You two young horses are, are where you're going to do well. Like, they're going to be the ones we're going yeah. to get them to be careful from the start. But like, and I kept saying, Pan's taught me so much. And if he was super careful, he couldn't teach me because he wouldn't have forgiven yeah. the mistakes that I've made on him. Yeah. I'm so like I'm so grateful and do you know what I thought was really nice like I came out the ring and like um probably for a load of other people they would have been really cross with that but I was like you did everything I asked of you you listened you know you were yeah. amazing and I had a lush time and I really enjoyed it and I'm safe so I came out with like the biggest smile on my face like making such yeah. a fuss of him and then there's this other girl who ah, I'll be a bitch she's not gonna listen I personally think she looked frightened and she looked like she kept pulling the horse out of fences. Yeah. Um, 
And then she came out and she was just like effing and blinding to it, like the guy who was helping. And she was like, it, she's just so fucking rude. She just doesn't fucking shit. And I was like thinking, actually, it jumped, it jumped really good. And if you ask me, you made at least as many mistakes as she did, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um and she just stood for about five minutes. Didn't on that, and then the trainer said, Are you gonna get off and walk around? She went, No, she doesn't deserve it. And oh, I just Oh no, sorry. I just thought, do you know what it is? I'd rather I'd rather have a few poles and be tickled pink than be a oh, dick 100%. like you. I than be like that, than be like that. Thing as well, which I I'm gonna big you up with that, is you said, Oh, they were massive. I was shitting myself. And I think as well, the fact that you just went in. And also then went in and did this bigger cancer or whatever. You know, you should be proud of yourself for that. You really should, because that is a massive thing. Huge. Enormous. Like the fences. Yeah. And like Ben so really said. It really was good. Yeah, Ben said, usually for me, I, I used to be very one way or the other. So if someone said, a bit steadier, I'd basically walk. And if they were like, tiny bit yeah. more like I'd gallop. And he was like, I, gallop, he could yeah, yeah. never get his head around like, why... Why can't you just do in the middle? And he was like, "You did in the middle. You did in the middle." <laughs> like, yes, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, the other thing that happened at Arena, which I don't know anything about, which I'm furious about because I could have brought Goss to the podcast, is there was a massive fight, but we we left a day early, and so, so you don't I. Was it a fight between competitors? I'm not even 100% sure. From what I heard, it was a man had, like, I don't know if he'd groped a woman or something, and it ended up with, like, there was a fight. But I think there was a fight on Cuisson's night as well. Um, And I think it's a bit, it's like a bit of a... It's a fight club. I know. It's a bit of a, like, party show yeah I think. the old scope at Stafford used to be like that um, there's always trouble every year I used to love it I loved it I love the drama but now I'm furious because like I want to know who it was and what happened so I'm gonna have to try and like see if anyone else that was there and what stayed them, uh, what about them show jumpers that have been in the papers recently have you seen them the ones not not your man with the cancer the ones that have been, they were friends with those people on Facebook and it looks like they were sort of sussing them out on Facebook and then robbing them and then taking all their saddles and stuff at go stand up, stay away shows. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I know. She drops that in. Yeah, well, that um, yeah. that was loads yeah, of the shows that we were at. And that, like, yeah, they were one of one, my friends. They got, they got Wayne, didn't they? You know, Wayne Garrett was yeah. on pod. One of in, my friends, got... can you believe, got done twice. So she had her CWDs stolen. She replaced them and they stole them again. Fucking bastards. Absolute arseholes, aren't they? That is the one of the lowest things, the lowest of the low. And that I just saw the, what I saw in the um, press about it, which is what is they were friends on Facebook with lots of the people that they were stealing from. So I thought, well, they must have been scoping them out. They must have been looking at their pictures. Do you know what I mean? And I was just thinking... The thing was always, what are you doing with them? Like, when it was when we were in the thick of it, and, I mean, we're all still terrified, like, you know, with our stuff, like, at yeah. the same totally changed how everyone is with their stuff. Um, I kept saying, like, 
but I don't understand because they're taking stuff that they're not going to be able to use because it's too distinctive and they're not going to be able to sell because everyone's looking for it. So I don't understand what they're doing, but it turns out they uh, were you actually... Say, you say that, they're not going to be able to sell. There will be people and uh, people that would bar- have a bargain saddle. They know they're getting a bargain and they're willing to not have to look too far to find out why it's... They're willing to ignore the reason why. And then someone else said that they also just fill up basically shipping containers and send them abroad. Well, that's so that's I what know, I, I thought was know. happening. We were like, oh, maybe it's going to Ireland or something. And, you know, they're just, they're putting it on the car, driving it over. And and that made sense to me. I got it. But actually, turns out, I think how they were caught was they were fucking selling it on Facebook. Yeah. And people were like, oh, they'll take a bargain. But how thick have you got to be? You're friends with the person you've stolen it from, and then you're advertising their, their saddling for it. I mean, yeah. Like, that's just... I've been getting away with it for a long time. And I think one of the cases as well was someone was on an eBay... And they'd had their saddle sore and they couldn't afford to um, replace it like for like. So they'd gone on eBay and they you can set up um, and they were looking to replace it. And I thought, well, I'll have a look and see if I can get a secondhand one because I can't replace my new saddle. And you can put uh, search words onto eBay and then you'll get an alert. Um, so they put these search words in and they got an alert saying this saddle was for sale and it was their fucking saddle. And that was one of the, I think that was one of the one of the ones that got how they got caught as well. Like, like you say, it was a mastermind how they carried it off for so long, but they were a bit fucking I think they just got cocky. Yeah. As well, don't they? They were just like so cocky because they thought they've been getting away with it for so long. They were friends we couldn't believe we couldn't believe like how they were managing to get away with it because like to do that amount of lorries, and a lot of people have got dogs and stuff, you know, I just like we will... know them because they're fellow fellow competitors. You know, would you? I, I, you know, I could go to say Caroline's. I'm not going to rob Caroline, obviously, but um, I could go to Caroline's lorry at event because she might say to me, "I'll say, oh, have you got yeah. such a bit? Yeah, yeah, go. and I'll and I'd have a foot around in a locker, and not one person would think to challenge me. Yeah, but they weren't doing that. They were doing it like at say four in the morning. So it's like. Yeah. How are you not being caught? How's nobody, no dogs bark? Nobody's waking up. You're, you're literally taking crowbars to people's lorries. I, know. I just, I can't work it out either, to be honest. But then again, if they had like, what I'm saying as well is once they've got them at the lorries and stuff, but if they've got like uh, a four o'clock in the morning and they've got like a wheelbarrow full of tack, would anyone challenge them? No. Especially if they were a competitor, you just think, oh, they've got an early start. Or they're... I don't know, you just would challenge it, would you? So it was the fact that they were fellow competitors and it does it yeah. that leaves a nasty taste, doesn't it? You're like, you're you're one of us. You Such know you know what we go through yeah. to get this stuff. Yeah. And yet you are still making that choice to steal it from us. Yeah. Dirty bastards. Dirty, dirty bastards. Well, hopefully All right, on that, we'll not see can we them. talk about Bougie's name? Because oh, this, yeah, I, I still chuckle about us doing this. Because actually, I've I got... still chuckle about these voice notes. <laughs> I've got, um, I've got the, the BS. <laughs> British show jumping on absolute bastards, and I hate them. Um, is oh, part they didn't of my notes for this show, uh, for this episode. I think we're, I'm going to warn you all now. I don't think we're going to get a wanker of the week because I've got a doctor's appointment, and I can see that we're we're going off on too many tangents. So that's just going to have to be what it so, is. Should we? Let's talk about Bushy's name next week then. 
No, no, Remind us. Let's get on to Wolf Girl Mass. No, we can. No, let's we can, go. Let's go. Okay. Um, to be fair, I didn't really have much for um Wang Shufik anyway. But yeah, so horse girl maths. Um, so my one, which is really funny because I've actually fully sold it to Ben. Um is this is where it's this is where it gets good. The only thing is it's bitten me a little bit in the arse at the minute, but his thing okay. is always like he's like, it's just not worth taking one horse to a show. Like you need to have at least two. Um you know, because he's like, by the time you're there, it's just, it's just silly. But now, see, when I've just got Pan, who I want to do like certain shows with just Pan, and Ben's like, we don't want to take just one. Well, that's never been a problem for me. I've always used it to justify having a few horses. But now yeah. I'm like, damn it, it's, it's bitten me in the arse. But in general, yeah, that was my thing. It's just not worth going with one. Like we, we might as well take three. Absolutely, absolutely. And like we said, obviously, this has come from my winning of £100 and spending about £400 justifying it that I won £100. So her one is, um, she spent £30 on entering a competition, £20 on diesel to get to the competition, £10 on cheesy chips. She spent a further £25 on photos. But how much did she spend on the competition? £30. Okay. The rest of the stuff, her whole school masses, once what she spends at that competition, it's almost like once she enters into the vicinity of the competition, everything is free. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, you'd have to eat anyway. She only she only spent thirty pounds. If just if anyone asks that, oh, how much did that cost you? It cost her thirty pounds. The rest of the stuff, the diesel to get there, everything, the, the photos. Yeah, kind of that happens. is actually true. I would never factor but those in. Actually, no, at, from it. just buying those photos, um, I realised that the Western Lawns photographer is really reasonable, and I thought, and he's a very nice man. And I thought, buy more for them. This is dangerous. So I went back and ordered another two photos, and I thought, next year I'm going to hit this. I'm going to hit this hard. I did. I did this with um, some event photos, and it, I think it was like digital downloads, and I think it was five pounds per download. Five pound per download, or you could have them all for twenty five quid. That's a bargain. I'm going to take them all. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really. They only cost me five pounds. Yeah, because I was going to buy the one anyway. Yeah, bargain. Um, um, my one as well. I was thinking about this with it was with regards to entering Little Downham. If I enter an event, because obviously with eventing you have to enter really, really far in advance. Yeah. But if I enter an event, and between that when I've entered and the event happening, a payday occurs. That event was free. Okay. So I'm, I'm on a new I'm on a new pay month. It come out of last month's pay month. So in essence, I haven't paid for it. I know I'm pushing horse girl mass with that one. But never mind, you've committed. Um, I've, got, I've committed. This one is, there's a couple actually that are, are around the same thing. So one goes to another event here. She says, if I enter an event and it cancels, but I get an entry refund, the competition I then enter with my refunded entry, free. Yeah, okay. 100% that. And I, I'm with her on that one. 100% <laughs> with her. That is... That is that's not a horse girl math. That's math. That is that's just how it is. And then there was a similar one with someone said to me: should 
if I buy two rugs, I send one back. And I buy a third rug with a refund. Third free. rug is free. So yeah. it's a similar sort of thing as this. Yeah. Again, that's true. Yeah. There's no argument. So I've got I've got some. I asked the listeners to send some in. Um, so Gemma Bacos says, I have a rule that if I want a new rug for my boy, I need to sell one of his 25 that he already has. So say I make $50 for a rug that cost me around $300. That $50 is then going towards the next three to four hundred dollar rug, so the cycle keeps going. Yeah. So then that rug actually only costs you two hundred fifty. Yeah. Um, Caitlin Bales, but look how pretty he looks in his new bridal. We needed the boots so that he can match it to my num num, and they were on sale, so I had to. I love that she's called it a num num. That's, That's old. School. Yeah, she's That's she's committed. Yeah, that's old school listener. Fist bump. We've got Harry Amelia and Claire Stringer who both sent, well, one sent in that they're all the the same colour, so it's basically one horse. And another sent in a photo of her three bay horses and said, what do you mean three horses? That's clearly one bay horse. Clearly just one horse. Clearly one horse. Um, Absolutely. Caitlin Patrick. I bought a pony just before lockdown, which meant just before lockdown prices shot up. So I often remind my family that not only was she a bargain at £350 anyway, but a month later, I'd have had to pay six grand for her. A hundred percent. That's great horse maths. Perfect horse maths. I sometimes do that. I sometimes, just to ease myself a little bit, I look at what I think my horses would be worth. Yeah. And I go, yeah. I'm in profit. I'm okay. I'm not thinking about how much they cost me in vet bills and keep and all that shit. I'm, I look at it sometimes and I go, yeah, Vince only Vince cost me two grand. But if I went out to replace him, this is how much I'd have to spend. Yeah. I am quizzing. Totally I mean, quizzing. that is a bargain. He is based. That's basically free. <laughs> basically, yeah. The funniest, did you understand the story of that? When I got offered him and I didn't have the money. I didn't have the money at all. And I thought, but I've got to scrape the money together. So I got my credit card. I took a credit card. And it wasn't even like a 0% rate. It was like a normal extortionate rate. And I transferred a balance transfer, which, again, is a really extortionate rate. So um did this extortionate rate to get this two grand. Bought him. And then I was like, well, I'm obviously just going to have to pay this off as and when, you know, as you do. And then I found out a month later that I've been paid wrong at work. So I had to submit this paperwork. And when I submitted it, it was almost to the penny, not quite, because that would have been too much of a coincidence. It was the two grand plus the um, interest plus the interest, and plus the transfer rate. And then I had a little bit left over as well. <gasps> so he was so free. He was free. He was free. Oh, my goodness. Um, I always say this about him. I always say it was, he, he was one of those horses. It was definite fate. I was supposed yeah. to have that horse. Definitely fate. Yeah. Um, Jackie says, I feel like I've hit the jackpot. My partner, who had never ridden, now rides, got himself a job on a cattle farm, has fallen in love with riding, so now rides his horse around the cows at work. Perfect opportunity. So we bought a stock horse and a stock saddle. Horses are now a tax deduction. It's basically free or even a savings account for the next financial year. P.S. Our accountant does not agree. So we are getting a new one. 
<laughs> a new accountant and a new horse. <laughs> when you put out for the accountant, just go, must be proficient in horse girl maths. Yeah, that absolutely. is a criteria. You know, you must must be really, really good at horse girl maths. Don't bring negativity um, to the table. We've got no interest. Negativity, saying that horses aren't tax deductible. I think a lot of them, like these influencers, I think they can write a lot of stuff off. Yeah, they set themselves up as limited companies, and they can write off horse, even horse purchases and all sorts and lots to be said for it, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Um. Okay, so Natalie Keller Reinert said, buying something on clearance that you might need in six months if everything goes well is simply good money management. And that is why I spent yeah. so much at Kentucky three day event. And that is why I will do it again. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. You can't, you don't go into like um, purchasing just thinking about the here and now. No. This isn't a mindful moment. This is where you do have to think about the future. And every eventuality in the future, good and bad. I'll tell you what I'm really bad for. So I've been really restrained for a long time. And actually, Ben said something about me being ridiculous with how much money I waste on horses. And I said, listen, I have not bought anything new for so long. And, like, my stuff is not flash. And, and like, you know, went on. And and he was like, actually, do you know what it is? You are right. Um, And he said, you know, in a few months, have like sp- buy a couple of nice things for yourself and the horses. Like he was like, that's fine. You know, it's okay. Here we go. And I was like, right. And he was like, not yet though, but like in a bit. I was like, okay. And then I said to him, oh, do you know what it is? All the overreach boots are wrecked. Like because they wear them in the field. Mm. I was like, they're all wrecked. We haven't got a pair of overreach boots to our name. And he said, just you don't need overreach boots right now. Like just don't go crazy. I was like, right, okay. I waited a week and then I thought, I'm going to overrule you on that then. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I it went. Makes on... no sense. He'll be complaining when he's having to put them shoes back well, on. Well, exactly. All the time. And injuries. So what I did was I went on to buy a couple of pairs of overreach boots, and then I thought, well, now I'm here, I can see that there's two New Zealands that look useful, and then there's two New Zealands that are very, very cheap because they're in the sale. They were in the sale for a reason. I don't like how they fit, but anyway. So I thought, I'm going to buy those two cheap New Zealands, and I'm going to buy those two New Zealands that look very, very useful, and I'm going to buy two pairs of overreach boots that I need, and then I'm going to buy two pairs of overreach boots that are very, very cheap and I think could be useful. And I thought, I've been so good and so restrained for so long. And then it's like once you break... Still being restrained. Once you break the dam... Still being restrained. You're just like... Yeah, well, well. and add, add, and then I got free posting packaging. Oh, I was tickled pink, honestly. I was like, "Well, this day out was just like <laughs> huge success." And then this massive box arrived on the doorstep. Then was like, "What in the name of God is going on here?" And I was like, "Look, essentials, absolute essentials." It was just like you said you needed a pair of overreach boots. It's like, yeah. And that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah, that was the only box that you had then. Just trust me. Trust me. Yeah, I need a pair of boots. I've got a pair of boots. That's all you need to know, okay? Walk around, walk away from the box, go and do, run a triathlon or something, I don't know, go and do something else. You leave, just don't lean in a doorway. You just leave me my reach. Okay, I've just had that sudden thought. What about that bridal I sent you, that picture of? Guys, yes, have you got so it? I... No, I haven't ordered it yet. Hang on, what, that, what I was... 
what I was quickly going to say about that though was so then Ben was like also is that your like you know you're allowed to buy a few things and I was like no because this was essential yeah you said I could have treats and that's totally different spending yes absolutely Sam have you started thinking about what treats you want yet um I'd really like a show bridal for Bougie because he hasn't got one. So I feel like that should be. I mean, that's ba- that's basically essential. It is essential because he hasn't got one. Yeah. So that's not true. No. That moves into essential bracket. Yeah. I, I don't know because I need so many essentials to be honest, Scarlett. Just... <laughs> it's, it's never ending. This essential shit we need. Yeah. I don't. I just. Stop. So I need, and I actually do really need a new bridal for Jazz. Yeah. His bridal shit. So he's got two. But I do need a proper one because he's got one which um, is just the Caverson nose band, which um, he doesn't, as we've discussed, doesn't, he doesn't like Caverson. I could, and that's got a nice comfort headpiece on, but the comfort headpiece doesn't fit the nose band of his second bridal. It has been suggested that you can buy flash adapters, but they're ugly. So I'm not they doing are that. so ugly. So anyway, he needs another bridal. He yeah. needs another bridal. So I was looking at these bridles and I've seen this one and I thought, I felt a bit dirty because I liked it. It felt a bit shameful. So I thought there's one person that will appreciate my love of this bridal. So I sent it to this pitch to Kate. I said, Kate, I think I love this bridal. When I say it's got fluff on it, it's pretty much all fluff isn't it with yeah. just the odd bit of leather coming out it's got like a it's got a fluff headpiece it's got fluff all the way across the nose it's got fluff under the chin it's probably, it's probably got a fluffy throat lash um so <laughs> i i thought i can't send this to an inventor friend because they'll say carla go and have a lie down yeah they'll vomit Take some medication. That is not going to happen. I thought, I know one person that would appreciate this fluffy bridal, Katie. And her first thought was, number one, you've already got that bridal, which Absolutely. didn't make me laugh. You went, I've got that bridal. And number two, she said, you're basically show jumper now. And yeah. I'm not entirely, entirely unhappy with it. And also, I said, I think you definitely need it because Pam really likes that bridal. It made him a lot happier. And so okay. that's like, comes under horse welfare. Horse welfare. It's an essential under horse welfare because of all the fluff. And also, like, if I, I couldn't get that bride for Vince, and this is quite a vain thing to say, because Vince got this very dramatic stripe down his face, glaze yeah. thing down his face, which is very stunning. It's very beautiful. Jazzy is a bit plainer. He's got mm. a beautiful face. He's got a beautiful shape face, but he's just got that tiny star. Yeah. I think it's not going to do any harm to have a little bit of a jazz going on. Yeah. A bit of fluff, make it a little bit more interesting. So I'm gonna buy it. Absolutely. Uh, it's you know, it's been his self-esteem. This is yeah. He's gonna perform better when he feels better. Yeah, he's feeling himself, he's got his he's got his comfortable, beautiful bridle on. Yeah. He's he's gonna be like, yeah. I'm, as soon as we get off this, I'm gonna buy that bloody bridle. Because I got paid on Monday. This is anyway, horrific. Yeah. So Hannah Davies, my husband is really confused with clipping. 
So you clip off all the coat, then spend £150 on a rug so they don't get cold. Um, yeah, that's that's about right. Um, I, when, when I see it said or written down like that, I do sometimes question our own sanity, but I do, I do yeah. I like this one. That's it. Um, Tams in Holland. Bought a new bridle, it was $300. It didn't look good, so I returned it and bought another one for 400 but it really only cost 100 because she'd already bought the first yeah. one. Um. Oh, this one, um, Meredith Kessel had a colleague who um, had a colleague once who admitted she had $20,000 of credit card debt from online shopping. That was approximately her annual wage as a part-timer while studying. My horse habit is much more sensible than online shopping for shit that I won't wear and can't afford. Yeah. Um, the thing is, if we're using it, it's not wasted money. Yeah. Um actually she also said, Oh, my sister or if we're gonna potentially use it. Yeah. Wasted money. Like like those boots and those rugs that don't fit nicely at all. Um, <laughs> um yeah, she said, Oh, my sister also that was, wa- they not fit after that. I just don't like how they fit. They'd be better with shoulder darts, and that's why they were cheap, and I don't love them. But I love the two slightly more expensive ones that I should have got more of. So you send those ones back? I use get the slightly more expensive. I think I'm just gonna. I think I might sell them. Yeah, it'll be all right. I think it might fit Mint better because he's smaller, so there'll be more room, and he's narrower. I think it'll be okay. I'm just a bit disappointed. You'll make it work. You'll make it work. I'll fi- I'll fashion them into something. Um, yeah, she said um, her sister also once told her that her horse spendings equaled her mortgage spendings. And so if she sold her horse, she'd have a house. Um, but she forgot that her husband paid two thirds of the mortgage. So her horse habit was not the reason that she didn't have a house. Um, and yes. also she's not addicted to meth, so she could make worse decisions. I literally did justify once buying a load of photos. I literally sat there and in my head I thought, it could be drugs. I could be buying drugs yeah. with this money. Well, I'm not. I'm buying photos. It's fine. I like this one. This one reminds me of a TikTok that I really like Um, where this woman, she loves Disney merch and she goes to all these different shops and buys Disney merch. And then what she started to say to her husband is, to avoid regret... I think we should just buy it now. And I was like, that's very clever because there's nothing worse, is there, than when you leave a shop and you haven't bought it and you're like, I really regret that. So her thing is just like, to avoid regret, let's just put it in the trolley. Yeah, literally. I, I said it the other day to Miss Farrier about something. She, oh, that was it. She was like, do you want pads on Vince, on Vince again? He doesn't have them through the winter. Yeah. I said, I'd rather pay for them and have them than not pay for them and need them. Yeah. Avoid regret. So she said, Heather Lachlan said, a Kentucky horseware item will always be cheaper than private counselling, a drug habit, or a lawyer fee for snapping at someone. Yeah. Yeah. How how much do you get for murder these days? I think I should imagine that would be considerably more than um, buying a horse on a credit card. Yeah. Like, I, I really like that. Indra Morris said N plus one equals the correct number of horses. N always equals the number that you currently have. That's so true. 
I am currently looking as well. Don't tell me husband, will you? So if any of you listeners, yeah. Well, a companion pony. And I and this time <gasps> I mean a companion pony. Have have mule? Is he ready? Is he what? Is he ready to go? Yeah. How much you want for oh we'll have to get off subject on this and find out how much you want for him. Yeah, but he's not gonna be a companion pony, is he? He's gonna need break it. How big is he now? He's not big. I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh perfect. Perfect. I'll meet you halfway. Um I'd forgotten about Lord Featherington. I haven't I haven't I've I've been a bad bad pony auntie. I haven't been following up on it. No, but I have I've been sort of looking. Take him. <gasps> Oh, mule. No, oh, mule well. has oh, to right, go. No, well. Right, so that's that well, done. It's coming to me. Okay, that's fine. So basically, that's worked. It, in horse girl math, that's worked really well. I'm looking potentially for a pony. He's a pony. Yeah. And he's looking for a home. And he's very friendly and cute. He's an all round good egg. He's it's, it's job done, then, isn't it? Yeah. What um. <laughs> And then we can do like a, a podcast meetup. Meetup. The the exchange. <gasps> okay, this is gonna happen, guys. Absolutely. Mule is coming. Mule Parsons is gonna happen. Definitely. Has he got loads of feather? Yeah. He's got so much feather. We don't know how big he is, but he's got loads of feather. Has he still got one black ear and one white ear? Yeah. I, I need to see a more recent photo of him. Okay. So I know what I'm getting. Absolutely. And then he's coming down to you. You're, you might regret this, though, because I bet he's handy to have around, bung out in the field with someone. Anyway, this is going to happen. Anyway, Absolutely. so that's fine. Um, okay. Caroline Kirk, I just cashed in some of my superannuation to buy a new horse float. I probably won't make it to retirement. And you can't take it with you. You can't. Absolutely. Shrouds don't have pockets. I absolutely love this because I had a conversation with Ben where I was like, I'm very concerned, Ben, you know, like it was a serious chat. I was like, I'm just very concerned, Ben, that what we're doing is is saving too much, like not saving, but like investing too much for the future and really not enjoying the now. And what I'm thinking, Ben, is a new lorry would bring a lot of happiness to us as a family. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, Has it worked? I think I'm getting there. I th- I I have et- I'm only literally counting down the days now until you come on one of these podcasts and go, Yeah, I've got a new lorry. What's your news? I've got because it's gonna happen. Absolutely. It's he's just he's just making you work for it because you can't be too much of a pushover because then that sets the scene that he's just it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Like I'm determined. Um I think we're not we're we're not gonna have time to do one for the week. Um, we're even gonna struggle, okay. I think, to have time to finish horse girl maths. It's it's oh my gosh. stupid feet. Got I've so got so many. Yeah, I've, we've got like we've literally got so many. Okay, I, I won't distract you anymore. Keep going. I won't distract you. Take one of your ponies. Okay. Um, Rianne Powell, just to add to horse girl maths, it's even worse when you don't have children because you just think how much money you've saved from not reproducing and end up justifying it that way. 2k on a new saddle and bridle that's okay because it's still cheaper than feeding a child yeah yeah 
The problem is that we've got children. <laughs> happy mum, happy child. And that, yeah, that carries on even when they're 18. Happy mum, happy child. Okay. Um, Tara told my husband that we should buy a broodmare because it will be cheaper to breed than to buy my next dressage horse. Not only did he agree, but he thinks that we can sell subsequent foals as a side hustle. One, there's no money in breeding horses. And two, I'm keeping all the babies. <laughs> and then she said, best we don't use my name. One of my friends will blab my evil plan. I'll have to block your surname out. I'll help. I'll go halfway to help you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. You'll see you're safe with us. Um, I, love, I love his optimism that it's going to be a business. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor um, guy. Hannah Spivey, horse girl maths, like when you go to buy a rug and it's supposed to be £100, but it's on offer for 80 so you spend the extra 20 on a head collar, which is technically free. That is absolutely, that is so true. Because that £100 had been justified in your mind. It was spent. It was spent. It was yeah. spent. So that's, there is no no need to come back with £20 change. And especially, yeah, and especially if you didn't even want that rug in the first place. Yeah. You, but it could come and you see it, you think, that was £100. It could come in useful. It's only 80 now. I, I'm winning on every level here. Yeah. There's not one part of that, that transaction that doesn't make sense. We're with you. George, the off-the-track thoroughbred, it's wiser to buy expensive tack because if she doesn't like it or it doesn't fit, the resale value is higher. <laughs> oh. I felt like such a boss bitch once because I sold a load of clothes on Depop and I was like, and all this money in my account and I was like, oh my God. And then I realised like a couple of them were like dresses that it cost me quite a lot of money and I'd never even worn and I'd sold them for like a fraction yeah. of what they were. But like for me, I was a, I was a boss bitch. I was like I was going to rule the world. So, that, yeah. It's quite disappointing, isn't it? That because you're like, oh look at all the money I've made, and then you're like the money I've lost. No, 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 no negative thoughts. No, we, no, no, we're going to put that. We're going to put. We don't need negativity. No. Um, first horse at home. I bought the forelock and fringe Christmas advent calendar by not buying the Aldi wine one and not buying a hainer every time she goes to the tack shop for six months. So it was actually a bargain. It's free. Yeah, absolutely. Actually free. Um, 100% free. Adult Amy Dressage Blog says she got a Hilton credit card to put horse expenses on so that she can use the points to stay in Hilton hotels when she goes to horse shows. That is the best horse map I think I've ever heard. So yeah. she basically... She's investing. Horse she's investing every time she buys something to stay at the Hilton. Yeah, that's what I mean. When she every time she buys something, she's not buying something. She's not spending money. She's investing in her own comfort when she goes to, and she's investing in Hilton. Yeah. Um, shareholder. N Gilmore Eck. Um, if it's cash and not a bank transfer, then it's free and doesn't count. That's absolutely like everyone. Yeah. If it's cash, it's um, Isabel O'Connor, Horse Girl Maths. If I sell a horsey item on Facebook or to a friend, that money is not real money. So when she buys something with that, the money didn't exist anyway. Yeah. Um, Monopoly money. Yeah. Irrelevant of what the thing cost that she sold, 
that 100 percent long gone forgotten i think we can all agree with that um Aramis and me, as literally every penny I have and don't have goes on the horses, does one saddle pad actually make a difference? Like, if I didn't buy the saddle pad, would I be financially stable? No, of course not. So buy the saddle pad. She might be my favourite, actually. I, 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 I love that. that I love that. Is that, is that purchase going to make any difference in the long term? Absolutely not. So just buy it. I Wait, think that's what Ben... I think that's what Ben objects to about my like mental processes. You know what I mean? Like, well, look, does it matter in the grand? Is that saddle cloth going to be the difference of us being on the breadline or not? No, let's just have it. When you when you are skint as well, and you're like so skint, you think, well, I might as well enter a BE event because I'm already skint. Yeah, exactly. I'm already skint. If it puts me, if I'm on zero or I'm on minus, it's same. It's zero. Yes, zero and negative is the same. Is zero. Like, understandably, if I was positive 200 and say, and, and, buy, and go into that event would take me to zero, I might think about it. Yeah. But when I'm already in the overdraft, does it matter if I go another 200 quid into my overdraft? No. No. It doesn't. So. And if you just don't look at the minus figure, really, it's nicer to see a bigger figure. Yes. Who wants to see like 200 when they could see 400 if you just pretend the minus is minus? But can I just say, please don't take any financial advice from us too. As you can hear, we are unhinged when it comes to money. So uh, a little caveat there. That's, but that's negative. I mean... Yeah, I know. I just thought I'd put it out there just briefly. Just briefly. But as we continue, we're happy with our, with our choices. We've still got so many. We are gonna we're gonna have to finish this on the next episode. Should we cover this? Yeah, we'll do it another time because next episode we've got to talk about Bougie's name and the voice notes that happened as a result of that, which still make me raw. <laughs> More horse girl masks. Keep them coming because I yeah. love them. I'm living for these horse girl masks and lots and lots of wankers and obviously I'll have invented as well. Yeah. I can give you a really, really, really like two minute wanker of the week, which is Bougie got back from being a good boy at Arena UK, has cut his leg in the field and is currently in a stable. Poor Mint keeping him company. Mint standing like an old man. Like, don't worry, Bougie. I'm sure you'll be okay. Bougie is bronking and rearing as a full time job now because he is absolutely outraged that he has not been allowed in the field, despite the fact he is the stupid twat that cut his leg and is spoiling everybody okay, else's fun. I'll do yeah. it really, 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 really quickly. So um, on Monday night, yeah, Monday night, me and my husband about to get ready for bed. My eldest, my youngest son has got this thing at the moment about taking the dog collars off when they go to bed. Took the dog collar, he'd taken the dog collars off. I let the dogs out for a wee, just for a wee. Uh, went to pull them back in. No sign, Nora comes running back in. No sign of Rupert, no sign of Trevor. We are out for 45 minutes trying to find these fucking dogs. No dogs, no dogs, no dogs. I then get a message from uh, some people that live on the road near us. Not oh, our neighbours, no. we don't no road near us. We think we've got your dogs. Well, we've got one of them. The other one's run off. Trevor then returns. Me and my husband jump in the car. These people are really, um, they are very well off. They are incredibly, incredibly rich. One of them is actually, he does special effects for, for um, Hollywood. So he worked on War Horse. They are incredibly rich, incredibly, I won't say posh because they are very nice people. But And we rock up to their house. I've got my Udi on and my sharp sliders. My husband's just wearing his pyjama bottoms and no top. 
to go and rescue our arsehole dog from their garden. Oh my god! It I think we need to hear it wasn't a great impression. We need to hear more about that next time because okay then the outfit that is like could not be I'll, better. Do you know what? I'll replicate it for you. I'll put it all back on that I had on. I'll get my husband's quick and we'll take a photo of the pair of us. And this is how our neighbours met us. Yes. Perfect. Anyway, thank you ever so much, everybody, for the whole school mass. I am living for it. Keep them coming. Send them to me, send them to Katie, send them to the podcast. We don't mind. Yeah, we love them. Thank you so, so much. And um, we will talk to you next time. Sorry, it was a bit of a a bit of a short, a cut short one, but um I have gammy feet and I need to get them fixed. Okay, go and get your feet. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.